Several years ago, I attended a workshop that Mark Wiskup presented. I remember it vividly because the topic was billed as, quote unquote, improving your communication skills. And I had a bee in my bonnet and decided I didn't need to improve my communication skills. I am, after all, a professional communicator. Oh, but my business mentor forced me to go. Perhaps he was trying to tell me something. And I begrudgingly did so. For the first hour, I was a little jerk. I sat there with my arms crossed and I asked questions to antagonize him. But he knew exactly what I was doing and he was a consummate professional as he put me in my place. It actually ended up being one of the most engaging and interesting workshops I've ever attended. I will never forget his overarching message. You never know who you'll run into at any point in your life, so behave appropriately. In the middle of the workshop, he had a man in the middle of the room stand up. He introduced him, saying he had just met this man that very morning, and then he asked him to tell the story. Mark and this attendee were both at Starbucks on their way to the workshop that morning. Mark held the door open for the man and then got in line behind him. They did the typical waiting-in-line small talk, and after they got their orders, they went their separate ways. Imagine their surprise then when they ran into one another at the hotel where the workshop was being held. Mark used that as a way to illustrate that you never, ever know who you might run into, who they might know, or in a completely different situation, what bridges you might burn. Imagine if Mark had been grouchy, slammed the door in the guy's face, cut in line, or any other seemingly rude thing. As the day speaker, it could have ended very, very badly for him. It's a small, small world that isn't famous just because Walt Disney said so. On this week's FinSex podcast episode, we'll discuss why being kind and always living by the golden rule will get you further ahead in life. Always. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. When I started dating my husband, I noticed something about his 20-year-old self that I hadn't ever noticed in any of my other friends. I'm not sure I behaved this way back then either. No matter where we were or the other humans we interacted with, he looked every one of them in the eye. I remember being on one of our first dates with him in the early days and watching him as he looked the busboy in the eye and said, thank you, as he filled his water glass, brought him a drop fork, and cleared away our dishes. I was so impressed by this behavior that I'm pretty sure that that was my first indication that I was falling in love with this tall, gangly boy. To this day, Kelly Dietrich is one of the most charismatic, interesting people you will ever come across. He may not remember your name. He's terrible at that. But he will make you feel like you're the only person in the entire room. I'm 99.99999% certain he has never, ever burned a bridge. And that's because even when people vehemently disagree with him, they still feel special. I believe there is a rule for this kind of behavior. In fact, it's golden. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. Mark Wiskup demonstrated this when he chatted with the man in the line at Starbucks, only to discover later he was one of the workshop attendees. Mr. Dietrich does this with every human he interacts with. He always says, you just never know. Charles Sykes, the author of 50 Rules Kids Won't Learn in School, famously said, be nice to the nerds. Chances are you may end up working for one of them. As an aside, this quote is often attributed to Bill Gates, but he didn't actually say it. This was used to explain how the geeks and the nerds are the ones who are starting to shape markets for new products and services. 
But if we revert back to high school, they were always the ones who were picked on. I know. I was one of them. And I did not have a fun high school experience. I guess this is why I'm always surprised when someone behaves badly, burns a bridge, or lashes out at someone they think can't help them. The golden rule exists for a reason, and sometimes the older we get, the more often we forget about it. I'm going to preface this by saying that I know spin sucks is not even on the same planet as the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. It's a blog. It's a podcast. It's a book. It's not some gigantic media outlet that influences the opinions of millions of people. But I also know we have enough influence that communicators think it's a big deal to be published or mentioned by us. They also know that our domain authority is high enough that if they get a link from us, it helps with their SEO in a significant way. The amount of pitches we get is shocking. Most of them are terrible and we just don't respond. I learned early on that the moment you engage, it becomes an online argument and they try to talk you into running their content or to giving them topic ideas or feedback to improve. As much as I would love to do that, it would easily become a full-time job for two or more people with zero return on investment. So we ignore most of it. But occasionally we get an excellent pitch or are introduced to a communicator by a friend or someone in the spin sex community, and we happily work with them. But just like with the bad pitches and utter crap we receive in our inbox, if your pitch is great and the content stinks, we're going to turn it down. We may let you edit and improve the writing and agree to run the piece at a later time, but that work is up to the content producer, not us. We have some pretty specific guidelines that are posted on the website. So we figure if you can't follow those, we can't hold your hand. It might sound a bit harsh, but at the end of the day, I'm actually a people pleaser and I want everyone to be happy. So because of that, I've had to learn repeatedly, repeatedly, many times, very expensive lesson, that if I spend time trying to keep a communicator happy who is pitching us and wanting to use our platform, I lose every time. Not the other person, me. This comes back to the golden rule in just a minute. Bear with me. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. A couple of years ago, we agreed to run some content for a communicator we've worked with before. The article submitted previously was great, followed our guidelines, and this person was pretty easy to work with. It was a no-brainer to work with them again. But 
when we got the second piece of content, it was terrible. It was not well written. It was haphazardly put together. It explored several different things that didn't connect. And it very passive aggressively linked to two SpinSucks articles I had written that this person didn't agree with and was not shy about saying in his guest article that was going to run on SpinSucks. <clears throat> totally fine. My opinion is not the way for all. But they wanted that article to run on my blog. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, sure. No problem. Sort of not the way to get it placed, nor the way to win friends and influence others. But hey. So I cooled myself down, I slept on it, and I emailed them the next morning and politely explained all of the reasons we weren't going to run it. I said that we would be happy to work with them again, but only after some major edits were made. This person emailed me back and gaslighted me. They told me all of the reasons it was my fault their article sucked. They pointed out all of our faults in the publication process. They didn't like our deadline system. They felt rushed. There were all these things that they felt they had been wrong about publishing on our site. So I ignored that email. They emailed me again and it got worse. This happened six, six times. Whenever I got another email, I asked a trusted colleague if I was being overly sensitive or reading it incorrectly. Everyone agreed it was going from bad to worse. And then it got even worse. Remember how Mark Wiscop had no idea the man standing in line in front of him at Starbucks was going to end up in his life 30 minutes later at the workshop he was giving? It ended really well for Mark. But had he forgotten his manners or if he was having a bad morning and took it out on that stranger or married reasons, he may have forgotten the golden rule. It could have bit him in the butt and made for a really uncomfortable day for him. We worked with him for four hours. Fast forward to a conversation I was having with a friend who's the CMO at one of the PR industry vendor companies. He told me his agency said they have a monthly column with Spin Sucks and that they'd reached an agreement with us to run client content as part of their column. We were on Zoom. And I looked at him and said, I'm sorry, what? So he repeated himself. And I was like, you don't have to repeat yourself. I, I heard what you said. I just don't understand that they told you this. I told him that that was categorically false. We've never had monthly contributors and I would never let someone show their clients every month, no matter how great of a partner they might be. Heck, we don't even show our own clients. I asked who the agency is and he said the name of the company that this person who came after me owns. I nearly fell out of my chair. Even after being treated as badly as I had been, I didn't want to get him into trouble. So I said that we don't have monthly contributors and that this person had written for us once. One time. We did try a second time, but it was a bad experience, so they were not welcome back. I said that we would be happy to entertain content from my friend's business, but not every month and not guaranteed. I also said that based on the lies his agency had told my friend about their relationship with us and how I had been treated, we would never work directly with them. I told him to come directly to me when they are working on something they thought we'd be interested in. This is a very long story to illustrate the importance of always maintaining professional decorum. Sure, we're not some mid huge media outlet, but in the communications industry, we're pretty well connected. And even if we don't know someone, they almost always know us. It's a small world as it is, and the industry is even smaller. It could have ended much differently had they been kind to me or even taken the will on their own, looked up our guidelines, revised the piece, and resubmitted it. Had they taken the Mark Wiscup approach, it's likely we would still work with this agency and certainly entertain some of the work they do for clients. I believe it was Maya Angelou who said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. 
but people will never forget how you made them feel. It's a small world after all. Be nice to the nerds and geeks, always be professional, never burn a bridge, and always, always live by the golden rule. If you'd like to hang out with like-minded professionals who have a healthy balance of work and fun, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 